fucking monsters. <laughs> Ready to kick it off? I am. All right. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, we're going under the hood and covering all your headlines. Uh, We're going to talk about track life, the different levels to track life, because there are levels to this shit. (laughs) And finally, Randy... Yes. Got uh, a chance to play Gran Turismo 7. Yes, I did. I'm very curious about that, but we'll end on that for this episode. First, let's kick it off with the headline, Randy. Go. The Lotus Elise is in its final production year. Okay. And so the designer of that car got to name that car back when it was designed in the 90s, I believe. 96. Yeah, it came... The first one was released in 1996. Okay. So the designer is, I think, Italian, Romano Artioli. He named the car, the original design, and the production car after his daughter, Elise. Okay. Uh, Elisa. And so, guess who gets to own the final production vehicle um, coming it, off the line? His daughter? His daughter gets it. Does she or like... Or granddaughter. Sorry, granddaughter. Yes. Granddaughter. Does yes. she like cars? I don't know, but it's like um, what they what's nice about the story, maybe like a feel good story, despite how the world is right now. OK, is that she was originally um, the, the the namesake of the car. OK, so the and name now the she's the getting the final ever ice uh, Lotus Elise. So do you think grandpa messed up and like he was like, shit, I, sp- I was supposed to give her the first one. <laughs> Which would you rather have? Is the final one, the last one, as a, an adult? That's a really good or question. would you want to have the first one? Uh, shit, man. I feel like our entire lives have, have, been, have revolved around first editions. Okay. Right? Rookie cards. Yeah, first that's true. First edition runs. Yes. You know, like, uh, I think I would have rather had the first one. You rather would have had the first one? I mean, if I have a choice, I mean, I don't want to be a greedy grandkid, but, you know, like. Yes, yes. You would rather have the latest one? I think I would rather have the last edition. Why? Because they tend to go out with a bang. All brands do it with their last edition of cars. Right. So it more likely, more than likely will be a better performing car. It'll be the best car of of the whole line ever right yes it's not the first first and is special guess, yeah like but in, yeah. in the end let's say in 10 years which one do you think will be worth more at least number one or or at least number final whatever the number is so are we gonna go with a pattern that every car brand does like a final comp like, like competition version or final edition type of thing is that the mindset we're gonna go with i mean i guess you can pull from the purse of whatever okay so i'm gonna do that then yeah because like there's the lightweights with the e36s or e30s right right? which weren't finals they weren't the final versions was there a final version in the M m world i don't nah i don't think so i don't think there's ever been like a final version i mean the m3 still running okay but for each generation i mean there's been competitions uh there's been lightweights mm-hmm. there's been you know gts and those come later in life for that car right nah the, no the, not the for the lightweight germans was a 95 
So, so middle or early? That was in the middle. Yeah. Was that, well, was it, that was actually the release in the U.S. The first release in the U.S., which is 95. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Germans have it very different. Yeah. They're big on like mid-generation modifications. Yes. They are not big. At least BMW. I don't know about Porsche, but BMW. I don't know that they've ever released any final editions. Or VW. We don't know enough about VW. No, I don't know. Or Mercedes even. No. Yeah, I can't speak to those brands either. Yeah. But generally for um, Japanese car companies, there will be a final edition. Okay. And so with that said... That's where my mindset goes, but this being well, Lotus is British. It's kind of in between. Yeah, it's its own thing. Um, yeah, I, w- I, I want to know more about the granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to holler? <laughs> hey, yo, girl, I, I heard you got an Elise, <laughs> and I heard your name was Elise. Elisa. No, I just kind of like. You know, she looks pretty good. Okay, here's I'd say the thing. she looks okay, good. The, the internet has ruined me. Yes. Right. In that, like, there's so much fake feel good stuff. Like, it's all clickbait, right? Oh yeah. So now it's gotten to a point where whenever these stories come out, mm-hmm. to me, it feels like a marketing gimmick. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? You could, that's a fair argument. Yeah. I'd say. Like what? What? Like why? What's so special about giving your granddaughter this car? Did it say like? Has she always wanted it? It, it, or is it really just the fact that it's named after her? There is no. Well, from what I remember from when I read this article a few days ago, there was nothing about really her other than maybe being sentimental from the aspect of, dude, your grandfather named a whole line of cars after you. Yeah. And like what I want to know is like, (laughs) does she just not give a shit? You know what I mean? She's just like, I don't care, Grandpa. Like, I don't even like cars. I wanted a horse. <laughs> you know? I would hope that she found it to be like, I, I care. Yeah. Yes, I mean, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. I would. Well, you're right. She could be like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, she could be a Paris Hilton yeah, type. That's why right? I want to know, yeah. like, although Paris Hilton likes her cars. Mm-hmm. But I do I do want to know, like, what, what her opinion on this is. Mm. You know, from the gift receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a fair question. Because she could be like, oh hell yeah, this is awesome! I finally get to have this car, mm-hmm. which I would imagine she's had other versions already. But right, you I know, mean they're rich enough; they have like yes. yeah, yeah. Or on the other end, she's just like, you ruined my name by associating it to this car. I mean, the car has a great reputation, right? Uh, yeah, it I'd does. say yeah. As so, far as just a fun car, yeah, I do. I probably look into that after this Mm -hmm. but anyway let's get into our next headline so turns out corvette owners aren't full of shit when they say their vet is a supercar okay chevy corvette z06 engineers bought a 458 engine off of ebay okay to learn its secrets really because the Z06 uh power plant is a flat plane crank v8 yes which American companies don't have a lot of experience with. Oh, is that a German design type of thing? It's Italian. Oh, okay. Right? I mean, it's a a lot of the supercars are flat plane crank. Uh There's a lot of obstacles with vibrations there. Uh, The Mustang GT350 was a flat plane crank. There are issues with that car. Mm. Um, You know, apparently Americans just aren't caught up yet Mm -hmm. to the technology. So back in 2014... 
they wanted to know more about Ferrari and what they did to make a really, really dope engine. Which yes. Is, the 458 motor is widely renowned as one of the better Ferrari engines. Okay. So, but they were like, we don't want to buy a 458 just to get this research out of the way. Mm-hmm. So one of the engineers actually started looking it up on eBay and found a wrecker engine for $25,000. Okay. Sight unseen. The engine was in Poland. Okay. So they ordered it and just crossed their fingers and the motherfucker arrived. Oh, nice. And so they tore it apart. Yeah. And started doing research. They were surprised by how small the bearings were. Mm. Um, they were, they basically took the technology that they have created to, defeat some of the vibrations from the flat plane, cr- plane crank mm-hmm. that messes with like electrical and ignition okay and that makes took sense. that so this is the interesting part about this is that we know auto manufacturers do this mm-hmm. right they all do this with each other's technology yes but i've never heard an auto manufacturer just say it right like just come out and say oh yeah we took ferrari's motor did research on it and then essentially saying that their motor is now it's based on the Ferrari motor. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And so they after they say all this, they, they kind of they say we came to our own solutions by examining the engine and seeing what was beneficial. Um, and I think that's sort of legal kind of, a, a, you know, CYA. Yeah. Right. Sure. Kind of protecting themselves. Yeah. Because. That's intellectual property, right? I mean, you can get in trouble for for copying some the, of this stuff. That's true. Like a Ferrari could buy a Z06, pop the engine open, and be like, "That's our ah, idea. That's our idea. Yes. We did this. We yes. did that. Yes. You know, we're gonna sue the shit out of you." That's an interesting point. That that didn't even come to mind and in they, the very beginning. They, they kept the engine, put it back together for benchmark testing. Okay. Once the 488 came out, mm-hmm. they bought that engine. To do more uh, benchmark testing because sure. this is 2014, right? This mm-hmm. is what eight years ago. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So they decided to go back to the 458 because they said that the 488 didn't have enough soul. Okay. So it looks like, although it's not a carbon copy, mm-hmm. the Z06 motor is a supercar inspired engine well the pricing certainly isn't supercar is it dude it's double the markup is double okay that dealer markup yeah the dealer markup is double yeah fuck dealer markup. <laughs> what is msrp i think it's like an extra 20 or 30 maybe yeah 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 let, Damn, we'll so have to markup look it up is double yeah yes. like i was i was actually on reddit uh, okay reading about this and uh-huh. everybody's commenting yeah like chevy wants you to buy Two Sonics and wait one year in line in order to even buy one. Two Sonics and That's a not year. True. Oh, okay. exaggerating, <laughs> <You're> like, <right? laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, sixty thousand nine hundred dollars is MSRP. From, That's for from for base. Sixty thousand nine hundred is for base. For base build. That means the Z06 is like what eighty or ninety. There's. That one would guess that that's probably about right. Yeah. And so they're going for 120 to 150, 180, I think. Okay, that's dealers, though. Yes. Assholes, man. I know. I know. Assholes. I'm yes. so tired of this, man. <laughs> I'm so tired yeah. of this. And I, mm-hmm. I have a headline that might give power to the people. 
on on this dealer markup thing. And well, think, did you guys not buy your wifey a car because of the dealer markup? Situation? No, the issue with that is that there aren't cars available. Ah, for what she wants. For what she wants. Yeah, she oh. already knows what she wants. She knows what colors, what options. But even if she were to order it, mm-hmm. it would be like a year before she got it. I see. Yeah, and then there was like an option to order it, but there aren't chips. So she doesn't get like heated seats, steering wheel, navigation, all that stuff. And although you and I might not care about that too much, a general I mean, consumer, a general consumer cares. likes that stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So why get why get a luxury vehicle without yeah. the luxury pieces? <laughs> you know, <laughs> might as well get a Honda. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's an interesting point. Wow, yeah, it's yeah. that bad. It's huh? that bad. Yeah, I mean the lot was empty when we went. So I mean they're all built here in uh, Spartanburg, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. So Z06. Supercar, you're gonna have to wait to get one or pay. I mean, I hope people. I mean, people are buying them. Okay. I really wish people wouldn't. But yes. People are buying them. They are. Yeah, man. Like. Yeah, it's. I'm so tired of these dealers. Anyway, n- next headline. So, if you go into the card for our headlines this week, okay. I have a chart from the. It's called the Cold Hard Truth about EVs. Um, the sources are. We can make them available if you if you want to ask, but okay. it shows basically. How weather affects the EV battery range. Okay. Uh, the, the main thing here is, is they list, I guess, some of the top EVs that are for sale right now. And how cold and hot weather affects the range of your car. Right. Because we know that with our toys, that if you leave it out in like a cold day... Yeah. You're not going to get the range. Your power wheel. You leave wheel. your vibrator out in the cold? <laughs> <laughs> no, that always stays warm under the pillow. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah that's, uh, that's that's known, you know? Like yes, weather, yes. I mean, people have complained about that in the past. So where I guess – I think I wasn't so surprised that cold weather affects um, some of these cars to where it only gets 66% of its effectiveness the battery range that's significant that's low that's really really yeah and those three vehicles are the chevy bolt mach e and the chevy volt (laughs) in the 66 68 and 69 the chevy bolt and the chevy volt are the same car but one's hybrid and one's they're not the same car they're not the same car the volt was the one that was like a sedan okay and was part gas but more electric right and the Bolt is full EV. The Bolt is full EV. Okay. okay. The the one that you have to park on your driveway because it it'll, it'll spontaneously. I just think combust. it's hilarious that they went from Bolt to Volt. <laughs> like, they didn't want to come up with something more creative. Yeah, I always have an issue with American car mark uh, makers is marketing. Yeah. I don't. Really but looking at this list, mm-hmm. it looks like there are some big offenders: Bolt, Maki, Bolt. Yes. But then the Model X. You know, Audi e-tron, the Kona, Model S, Model mm-hmm. 3. There's little variants there. And they're in the 90s. Yeah. 93% range um, at worst. Um, all the way up to 97% for the Model Y, which is, I think that's incredible. And, I mean, it wouldn't be too difficult to solve this, right? I mean, there, uh, you could, uh, it'll probably take a different system, but a, you know, a system that warms up the battery right it like, could be that possibly yeah, yeah you're right to you're solve right. This, to resolve this something that i think already exists looking at these numbers right because yes how could tesla and hyundai i mean the model x for example it's 93 percent both warm and freezing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how do they achieve that well 
that's a good question. Yeah. And if you look at the Model Y, it's actually better in the cold. It's runs, oh shit, you're right. Yeah, and uh, it's a little bit worse in the in the, the warm in the yeah. warm weather. Hmm. Which is very fascinating. I wonder who's testing this shit. <laughs> uh, I, I believe it was a pretty legit testing. But we'll have to look to see. Yeah. The source. Oh, AAA found loss in driving range can be as high. So it's like a AAA test. So this is based on like consumer reporting. Yes. Okay. Which is a lot better, more reassuring. Yeah. But then also, do we trust consumers? <laughs> you know, not every well, consumer. I don't because it just does look weird that, I mean, how could a battery do better in freezing conditions than warm conditions? That one is very, very odd. Right. Unless so there, we I think don't there know are something. some outliers that they didn't take out. But the disparity, especially with the Chevy Bolt, mm -hmm. is so big that, you know, it's even if it was off by 10 percent, yes. it would still be significant. Yeah, like that's 40 percent difference. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, I think, you know, that's the uh, that's the challenge with EV, right? Batteries, mm -hmm. capacity, uh, I guess now weather. Yep. Uh, you know, different different technology, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's going to solve this, but they will. Yeah, I think the i3 gets a pass, too, because it's one of the m most OG on this list. Right. Uh, with no like upgrades. The, uh, you mean for being as like low the as they are, but still better than a newer like Chevy Bolt? I right. think that's pretty great. Yeah, the E Golf. How many of those did they sell? Uh, I don't see a lot of them, but I, I occasionally see them. You here. occasionally do see them. Mm -hmm. Okay. They only had like a hundred miles of range. Oh, uh, okay, that makes 100, sense. Hundred, hundred. That makes sense why they're not that popular. Yes. Yeah. They're not very usable. It's like literally just to get the groceries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But anyway, let's get to our next headline. Despite all the trolls in our DMs, Randy, 91 octane is better than E85. You heard it here first. <laughs> ethanol can suck it. Why is that? So America was apparently wrong about ethanol. And thank you, Engineering Explained, for breaking down a like 20,000 page study on this. So uh, the premise about ethanol and specifically corn ethanol, yeah. right, is that um, you grow corn, you make uh, corn take CO2 out of the air to grow. Oh, okay. right? it's not a it's not a fossil fuel, right? It's not a fo it's re it's renewable. Yes. Right. Not even just that it's not a fossil fuel. It's renewable. Sure. Theoretically. Right. Right. You use CO2 to grow the corn. Then you make the fuel. Then you put it in the car. The car puts CO2 out in the air. Right. And the cycle just keeps going around and around. Oh, OK. And around, That's right? how they see That's it. sort of how they sold it. Right? Yeah. But it turns out that renewable ethanol has 20 per 24 percent higher emissions than regular gasoline. Mm. In the end. So this is a study by the University of Madison. Okay. Uh, accounted for a lot of different factors that the EPA didn't account for originally. Okay. So the EPA standard uh, for the renewable fuel standard that they call the RFS um, is that it needs to, uh, in order for an alternative or a biofuel to meet their standards, it needs to be... 20% uh, or greater reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. Okay. When they did their study with ethanol, they found a 21% reduction, which is a very convenient number, mm -hmm. but 21% reduction. Mm -hmm. 
But what they didn't account for is farming equipment, <laughs> production, <gasps> manufacturing, land and- use changes. So this is something oh, I, this is yeah. something I learned yeah. too. So it turns out that uh, just in tilling land, mm-hmm. there are emis- enough emissions to offset any benefit that you get from biofuel. So there's enough carbon in soil that if you're t- if you are turning it up, turning it up, yep. you're sending that carbon out into the into the atmosphere. That is interesting. And I didn't know that. And that's a Harvard study. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Mr. Harvard over yeah, here. It's a Harvard study. And I was like, really? I did not know that. So um, what after the EPA released this study and we started moving towards ethanol, because prior to the 90s, um, there were different, uh, let's call them chemicals, used in gasoline um, to act as detergents or o- serve as octane boosters. Now that's ethanol. Mm. So most gasoline is about 10% ethanol. Yes. Um, and the idea was that that 10% ethanol in gas was going re- was gonna result in reduced emissions. But now it turns out that the benefit of using ethanolic gas is about a 2% reduction in emissions over 28 years. Wow. It's almost insignificant. Yes. And if you account for everything that's in this new study, uh-huh. it's, in, it's actually worse than gasoline. Right? You're actually making yes. it worse. Right. And another interesting part is that... Um, for some reason, the EPA decided to use corn. But at the same time, there was another study using switchgrass. Don't ask me what switchgrass is, but it's just a different source to make the same ethanol. Okay. And if you, we were to use uh, switchgrass, the break-even point would have been zero years. When you use corn, the break-even point is 14 years of offsetting the original emissions that, uh, that are resulting from harvesting and 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 making the fuel yeah um and then there's a 60 percent reduction in emissions over three years with switchgrass whereas with ethanol there's only a 20 percent benefit after 28 years that's a lot of data john but that's interesting stuff right so so then i'm like why would you choose corn over switchgrass yes right the only thing i can think of is that somebody somewhere benefited from corn yeah. versus switchgrass. And I feel like, I mean, the sa- switchgrass just sounds like grass, right? Mm-hmm. It's not anything significant. I think that it is more lucrative to grow corn it is. than it is to grow grass. Because it's a food product, too. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So because of that, there was probably some incahooting going on, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. somebody signed a contract for corn, and they've been pushing that since. Uh, but now it's coming out that, that, that it's not as advantageous as once thought. So it's like everything else that's been a lie in the past. Sugars and exactly. Coca-Cola yep. and smoking yep. in the OG days. Yep. So that'll be interesting what California does as a state because they probably inject the most ethanol out of the whole country yeah. because of all the hippie stuff, right? The problem with this though is that it's been it's been it's been such a significant part of the institution of farming, of the institution of the EPA mm-hmm. for such a long time now that to undo all that is going to take a much bigger movement than just this study. Okay. So they would to take out that all that ethanol from our gas mixture yeah. 
would be hmm and they wouldn't need to brazil has ethanol okay but they make it from sugar cane okay right which is which is not as good as switchgrass yeah but it's still better than corn ah right right so you know that's there's there's so many so many things that once you add them up mm -hmm. i mean now you've got gas yes that is 24 cent 24 percent better than ethanol in terms of emissions and so for our fuels we add we add it so it's a filter or like sorry uh like uh, uh it waters it down right but it's still burnable yeah. or the thought originally was to make it less um pollutants in the air yeah right so reduce reduced emissions was how it was sold i see right that's why we by the epa but i heard it, it gives engines issues right is that also not true um because you know, I, I haven't looked into that for a, I've spoken to a, a motorcycle mechanic, yeah, who we were almost going to collab with. Okay, if you remember him? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was always complaining about the ethanol levels out here in California. Oh really? Compared to where he was from in Iowa, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, so I've it, had I, tuners complain to me about the gas out here. Oh, never yeah. mentioned anything about ethanol specifically, but they okay. do say you know things about California gas. Yeah. It's not as good. It's not as good, mm -hmm. I guess. So mm -hmm. I guess this might be one of those contributing factors. And hopefully it's a benefit for our gasoline from a quality and cost perspective. Yeah. Well, th that's the thing, too. Right now, ethanol is like half the cost of what regular gas that's is. That's what I meant. Like, is it a filler? Like, does it water yeah. it down but make it still effective, too? The Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like, so if you're tuned for E85, mm -hmm. you're, you're paying cheaper gas. Yes. By nearly 50%. But your miles per gallon suffer by about thirty percent. So your net oh, benefit 30%? is going to be yeah. Your net benefit is going to be about twenty percent. Okay. Yeah. Wow. A little less than twenty percent right now. You did the math, huh? I did the math because you're went, considering, I went, dude. I went through this like huge rabbit hole of like <laughs> E85 and ethanol and studies for and your stuff. car. For your car. Oh for no, the race I would car? never. I would never. No, I would never tune to E85. No. Nah, dude, it's 91 octane, bro. It's the name <laughs> of our show. <laughs> nah, nah, like it's uh, nah, it's just the That's accessibility funny. of it. You yes, know, like it's a pain. It's a pain. I know there's a lot of stations out here that have it, mm -hmm. but. You know, just dealing with another system, more moving parts. I would never. I don't need it. Is is a thing. Fair right? enough. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't. I mean, if it was, if it, if I was trying to make more power, if mm -hmm. I was like a half mile guy, quarter mile guy. Oh yeah. You know, I yeah, might, yeah. I might do right something on. like that. Okay, that makes But yeah, sense. when I see cars on the street that like you can smell, you know, mm -hmm. the ethanol. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why, dude? Like, yeah. I know you're not taking that car anywhere. Like you can tell. Right. You know, there's no need. Yes. Yeah. You don't need the extra power. Yeah. No, not at all. Yes. But and then you have the issue of like, say you go on a long trip. Now mm -hmm. you're like, oh, you have to find E85. There has to be an app that kind of like tells you, right? Like, probably. probably. Yes, buddy. I'm sure it does. But anyway, you know, ethanol is not good for the environment. It's about it's all about 91 octane, everybody. Or ni 93 if you're in Europe, I guess. Yes. Or inland. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. How we've sort of been sold by the EPA on this renewable biofuel. Yes. Uh, that doesn't benefit us at, at the slightest at this mm -hmm. point. Or let's say, excluding the study, mm -hmm. the benefit is 2% over 28 years, yeah, that's, which is insignificant. Like, yes. 
Um, and now they're over here chasing us down for like cats and stuff. <laughs> and they're over here working with right. corn farmers. And by cats, you mean catalytic converters. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kittens. Yeah. I don't know what show you're watching. You think there's <laughs> cats on the show. Uh, but anyway, let's go into our next headline, Randy. Uh, my next headline and final one is that Sony um, had launched a car at CES a year or two ago. I think yes. two years at this point in time. Yeah. Right now. So I mean, yeah. You probably heard about this headline. Uh yeah, a little bit. They found somebody to collab with to possibly produce this car. Yes. So they're gonna collab with a brand near and dear to my heart, Honda. Yes. To potentially build a car. Not specifically I didn't think that they I read that it was specifically gonna be that car. Yeah. But they're gonna they're getting in the car game. It makes sense. They had to collab with somebody. They had to collab they they have to collab with each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Like mm-hmm. Honda needs their network. Sony definitely needs their network. Yes. Right. How does Honda need Sony's network? Just out of technology from a technology side. Okay. You know, like, uh, you know, one thing Tesla does great is uh, sort of taking the software model and applying it to cars. Yes. Right. Very well put. And I think uh, I think Honda can benefit from that, whereas Sony is going to benefit benefit from the pack from the fact that. Honda knows how to manufacture cars. Okay. Right? So I think that that mutual benefit just makes 100% sense. It's uh, That's really good insight, or that's interesting insight. Yeah. I didn't really think about it that way. I see Japanese product as being great, but slower to market or like funky decision-making at times. Yeah. Kind of like... Um, beta and vhs and like right. those kind of things yeah after HD dvd yeah <laughs> yeah like after the walkman they were not the music player to own right you know like yeah. in the ipod game they never got anywhere on the map yeah you're right right yeah it was like like mini disc i forget the name there was mini discs before that the umd on the psps yeah that was another thing just the psp alone the psp alone it's a good it's a good emulator machine though yeah yeah Uh, that's what i have but i think it was a flop when it came out uh kind of it never hit game boy status yeah oh yeah game boy was yes that's out of this world so that's why like going back to the honda sony thing um, I hope it is as good as you say. Yeah. Uh, the example you gave, which was Tesla, was a one-in-one company. Yeah. They're like no, like Apple's basically trying to do, was trying to do to do the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, like, like think of this, right? Like, what, like where do you think Tesla would be right now if instead of just being standalone, mm-hmm. they had an OEM manufacturer to collab with back in the early days? Um, depends on who. I will say that. Right. So let's say it's one of the big three Americans. Yeah. Depending on who they land with, I would be curious because there's a pissing match between companies like that. Okay. I mean, excluding that. I mean, if we're talking strictly operations and technology, right? If they were like working like really well together, let's say, and like bowing to each other's expertise. Um you're right it would be insane yeah because tesla's issues have all been in on the manufacturing side yeah quality control quality control exactly yes, which is mass. something that they, that these companies would have helped with that even so i'm yes. i'm personally more excited for the sony car now ah okay. especially with honda we know mm-hmm. honda puts out good things mm-hmm. there was a list that came out uh last week the 10 most reliable cars most likely to do over 200,000 miles. Mm-hmm. All Toyota and Honda. Yes. 
Yes. That's all that was on there. Yes. Your Odyssey was on there. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to go on forever. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, so I, I think Sona, Sony made the right move. Mm. Now, 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 you know, now excluding that, that's like, uh, what is it? Sunny day picture. Right? Yes. Very much. Now so. let's talk about your piece, right? Can Sony work well with Honda? You know, Sony already has a car developed. Yes. Right. A, a prototype. Right. So yes. like, is Honda going to come in and blow that up? That's a very good question. Yeah. Are they going to be like, dude, you guys did this all wrong. Right. We can't even engineer this. You're not going to be able to mass produce any of this. Right. You know, like, and it changes the car completely. Um, That's a big part of the whole game for them, too. Yeah. Right. It's not just bean counters at the very end marketing people. Yeah. But a little upstream, the manufacturing side. Yeah. They got to be able to do it in mass to yep. make money. Yeah. Period. Yeah, absolutely. And the most efficient and cost effective and high quality way of doing that is very hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. Very, and, very hard. You know, to do. and and Honda is, is specialized on the affordable frugal budget side of things amen right (laughs) (laughs) so you know i don't know where sony lands with that sony hasn't really had that reputation their tvs are more expensive than others you know ps5 ps5 right like Mm -hmm. all the technology they put out has this sort of better than everyone else type of feel to it yes yes Sony Vio, even their laptops, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so how do you marry two different philosophies like that? Or maybe they're not entirely different and I'm just looking at them all wrong. We could be. I mean, it seems like I can't remember a time where this type of large collab of two different worlds collided. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In the Japanese world, let's just say. Even. Who did Kia or Hyundai collab with? For what? For an EV car. I thought they made a deal with somebody. Some time ago, I forget what it was. Well, uh, for the Ionic and stuff. Uh, I don't think for anything that's out yet. You think they collab kind of like Honda and GM kind of did? Uh, Is that what you're saying? No, it, it wasn't. Another it was a specific EV thing, but I mean the the EV race is heating up. Ford split. Ford split. Ford. Porsche's talking about splitting also. Yeah. Right. Into so having EV and ICE divisions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or just different companies. Yes. Um, so the race is definitely heating up. It's I think the, the chip shortage, just kind of the way the world is going, popularity of EV have all kind of helped push that forward a mm, bit. Okay. Um, we'll see what battery tech, somebody's got to be investing in battery tech. Cause yes. if they're doing all this yes. and we're going to have the same batteries, you guys aren't going to make any, any noise, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, uh, but I think it's cool. I mean, you know, I built in PS5 into your car. Yes. And, you know, whatever. Tesla, Watch the latest Spider-Man. Tesla has gaming, you know. like Tesla does. So Sony's going to have it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, PS6 in your... Yeah. Or you could... Yeah, what is Gran Turismo like? Live. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's the next level. Turn your streets into a racetrack. Or like an AR type of thing, but in your car. Oh, that sounds like a disaster. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what if remember i talked about one day you could see your own previous ghost lap yeah you're racing against your own ghost lap yeah that could be this marriage yeah absolutely we're gonna get to a place where that we're gonna get to a place in our lifetime where Mm -hmm. that's possible i could see it do you okay do you like using a ghost 
I do like seeing that when I'm I do pra- practice laps. Yeah. So I like seeing that um the mistake I made on a turn or whatever. I see myself and then I I I correct it. I've never been able to use a ghost. Really? Yeah. It's always messed with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I like look at I study my laps and then try to fix it. Okay. But I yeah, see. I'm surprised to hear that like a uh, different perspective, huh? Yeah, it's a different perspective. Yes. I've never so that's why I'm trying to think like if on the street I had a ghost, mm-hmm. not on the street, on the track. Yes. I had a ghost like in real life, you know, how it would work out for me. It's almost like you're racing yourself. Yeah. I, you know what I think it is? It would be frustrating like. If you fuck up at yeah, one point. Like yeah, you, you, like you fuck up two turns back. Yes. And so then you hit the you hit the start line mm-hmm. and your ghost is already in front of you. Yes. And you yeah, get yeah, pissed yeah. off. Like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to get the gold now. Right. You know, so I'm starting this over. What if your ghost is your previous lap? I mean, it should be. Yes. You know, Just like I, it is ideally, now with yeah. the Gran Turismo. You're now like time trials is always slated as a race against yourself yes right absolutely. now it really is and you can see it yeah Do yeah you think yeah does it that helps you obviously yeah, right absolutely yeah i mean it'll probably start with being projected on your windshield yes and then who knows what happens mm-hmm. in the future in terms mm-hmm. of projecting shit i mean you might get to a point where you can project 10 cars onto the the road yes that all react to your movements yes Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they couldn't bump into you, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you're right. Damn, that'd be crazy. So that now would you be can awesome. practice wheel to wheel racing like racecraft. Yes, absolutely. Right. Not just not just like going fast on the whether track. it's a computer or like, let's say they record an actual race, like yeah. some touring uh, race. Right. Oh, that, so you like jump into like an old school race. Yes. Or oh. a race that previously happened. The yeah. Week prior. But you can just be experience it and be a part of that. And everybody can have their own different experiences. Last week was the um, American cars. This week, it's the Japanese cars. We're both on the track at the same time, but we're experiencing two different races. I don't know how you would do that. Um, it's just your own machine in your car that's doing it. Oh, so then it, it's driving the car mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to prevent you from hitting. No, no, no. You're driving against other people that race. Like, we couldn't be on the. We, there's. I don't think oh, there's yeah, any way we. Yeah, you'd yeah. Be bumping into each other for sure. Like right? that's the. That, I think that's the big downside is that there will either have to be a big space mm-hmm, between both mm-hmm, cars mm-hmm. or just yeah. one car at the track at the time you're right that that makes a ton of sense which makes it largely expensive and unattainable. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways yeah anyway let's go into our next headline so the anti-dealer markup can campaign continues randy yes and like i said earlier the people have the power so rivian i don't know if you heard i did they price hiked uh, the trucks, the trucks and the SUVs. Okay, by twenty yes. percent. Yes, and everybody was like, "Hell no!" Nah. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. their customers freaked out. People started canceling orders. They were like, "I'm not going to do this anymore." Yeah, they got it was a PR disaster. Yes, so they walked it back. Yeah, how is that fair? If you reserved at a X price and yeah. then they raise it while on you, who Rivian reserved? thought, "Oh well, the mar- the dealers are doing it, so we get to do it too." Was that said at all? No. Okay. It's okay. sort of my interpretation of <laughs> sure, it. Sure, sure, you sure, know? sure, sure. But, I mean, the uh, electric pickup, 
mm-hmm. was changed from $67,500 to $79,500. Wow. Okay. Who approves these numbers? That's yeah. It's not like, okay, let's let's add a 3 grand on it, right? Yes. Like the market has changed, things have shifted, it costs more to get some of these parts and materials. Fine. Mm-hmm. $3,000. But mm-hmm. they went oh, like over $10,000 increase on that truck. Yes. On the SUV, they went from 70000 to 84500 nearely $15,000 increase mm-hmm. on that car. Yes. Um, so everyone freaked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rivian stock plunged 13% on Wednesday. Okay. And then another 4% on Thursday. Nice. So they were hurting. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, yeah, so we got to walk this back. (laughs) And I think the lesson that people need to take from this Mm -hmm. is that we can do this to dealers, too. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We we need to absolutely just all get together collectively, you know, light our tiki torches Uh (laughs) (laughs) and just be like, screw you guys, you know, Mm -hmm. like MSRP or bust. Yes. That needs to be the name of the movement. <laughs> MSRP or bust, and no one pays over MSRP. We want our Corvettes at $90,000. <laughs> we want our Supras at 50 k Yes. You know, like, yes. it's, it's just getting ridiculous. Our Z cars at whatever our the MSRP. Our Z cars MSRP. at whatever the MSRP is going to yes. be. Yes, uh, I mean, that's how it has to be. And then, so this sort of sets a precedent to mm-hmm. being able to do something like that. Now, dealers aren't really publicly traded in that way, so we've got to find more creative ways. It's just shame. That's the only yeah. public shame is the only way to do the it. The thing is, like, it's the, o- the only way to vote is is to vote through economics, right? Yes. Vote with your pocket. Correct. Um, Correct. So we really need to all get together uh-huh. like, and agree to not buy cars. Yes. New cars. Yes. Until what? For, for another four years? Uh, Well, I said 2024. I would guess early 24, too. Do you, do you think that would be possible? To what? To, like, get a big enough movement to make a dent on dealerships? I don't because I think there's just so little supply now that there isn't a minimum demand that we could meet collectively. People yeah. need cars right now. Yeah. More than right. anything. Yeah. So that's what's causing Like, we it. would have to get everybody on board. Yes, and that's just not possible period way to to crush my dreams sorry (laughs) (laughs) way to crush my dreams but Mm -hmm. at least uh these people won their battle against rivian i think that i I was very happy about that agreed that is bs now they'll probably still raise the price of these cars for anyone after that Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. that was sort of inevitable inevitable at that point yep but greedy bastards man yeah it's unfortunate but we do live in a capitalistic market. Yeah, seriously. So. But anyway, let's get into our next segment, track life. There are levels to this shit. There are and indeed. And I have made it to a new level. You have. Um, um, so I decided, not on a whim, but a long time ago I said, I'm not going to buy a trailer. Right? I'm going to use U-Haul until something good comes around. Was that... What was keeping you was you were waiting or you wanted to see how good I was waiting the experience be- was or you knew it was a pain in the ass from the beginning. No, uh, towing is I mean, no, getting the U-Haul, getting the tow, getting a U- getting the U-Haul was a pain in the ass, but it was a pain in the ass. I was willing to deal with. OK, until okay. I found a good deal. Ah, and then okay. I got to a point where it was like, you know, trailers don't really come up as good deals. Trailers retain their value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever you buy it for, you're essentially going to sell it for. 
Right. So I kind of was just I settled on staying with U-Haul until until I got fed up. Okay. Right. <laughs> but you know, every night we do our Craigslist search, our offer up search, yes. our you know whatever search, Auto mm-hmm. Tempest, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled upon a Porsche listing for a Porsche Cayman S. So what were you searching for that you found this? Uh, I was pro- I was probably on like Porsche search number ten. You know how like. You start with the cars you want. Yes. And then you exhaust that list. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh-huh. so then you go into kind of like the second tier cars. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in like the third tier. Okay. Right? Okay. So I was kind of like, oh, let, I think I was in the, I, I went from like cars that I want to just stick shift cars. Okay. You yes. Know? Yeah. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so I was browsing, browsing. There was a yellow Cayman S that mm-hmm. had been swapped out to a bigger motor. Yes. Okay. And I'm looking at the listing and the last picture in, in the listing is an aluminum trailer, a 14 foot aluminum trailer, which is exactly what I've always needed. Cause I don't have a ton of space. Mm-hmm. And it said, uh, at the end of the listing for the car, it said, I'm also selling the trailer. Reach out if interested. No price for the trailer. Yes. No, nothing. But the listing said that the seller had fallen on hard times, and that's why he was selling. Okay. It was vague enough, mm-hmm. but then also got a it put me in a in a moral debate, right? Yes. There was a moral is. dilemma. So cue the first conversation you and I have. <laughs> yes. So this wa- this conversation was last week. Off the mic. Off the mic. Yes. Uh, we, I didn't want to talk about it on the podcast because I was, I was legitimately struggling. Mm-hmm. So my issue was, you know, this is an obviously an older man uh, coming up on hard times, might be health issues. There are things going on. Um, they, I reached out and he said, I want 5,000 for the trailer. I mm-hmm. paid seven. I just want to get 5,000, which immediately I was like, that's a good deal. Yes. But the negotiator in me said, I should probably still offer 4,000. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. But I, I sort of, I like my heart was fighting my brain in that, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I kind of don't want to fuck over a dude that needs the money. It's a fair deal. But at the same time, I don't necessarily know what's going on with him. I'm making a lot of assumptions. You, which way should I go? So I asked you, mm-hmm. you know, like, mm-hmm. what would you do, you know, if if you had a choice of one or the other? And you said. Well, I firstly based my decision on knowing that if it's a life and death situation, you can't take any of this stuff on this world with you. Right. So he's had his time with his stuff. Yeah. He might not care because he can afford a Porsche and it's maintenance. Yeah. So I said, go for the four. Yeah. Because he might not care. Sometimes rich people throw like bags with money still in it, like purses. And I know that for a fact from somebody. Oh, literally. Literally will throw purses with like an old iPod in it and some cash. Throw them where? Um, Into the garbage. They'll throw. Yeah. Why? Because some rich people that I know... um, the house like house help yeah in in our family works for these rich people yeah and that's what they do they just throw like stuff they don't need just into the garbage so it's ghetto kind of but not really like my aunt will go in there and grab it 
I would too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, are, you, yeah. are you kidding it's me? It's considered trash by the owner, so yeah. she grabs it. And so that's the way I saw it. Okay. When I heard about a Porsche, an aluminum trailer, hard times, if he's dying, he doesn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're, I I, uh, I was thinking about what you said. Yes. And uh, I, I, I W now the wolf on Car Street. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are now it's the a little. It's cold blooded. You it's are the shrewdest negotiator on this podcast now. Yeah, but I may not have. I can't say I ha- I would have the courage to do that. But it is logical. It's very right? logical. It's, it's a yes. logical approach to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To to pure to logic, the, no emotion. Pure logic, no emotion, right? <laughs> yes. But it, w- what I was struggling with is the emotional part of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And it got worse. Okay. Right? So I had this discussion with you. I was supposed to set up uh, a viewing with him on Saturday. Okay. So it was a Saturday of last week. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I call him up on Friday and I'm like, hey, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm actually I called him. He didn't answer. He called me back five minutes later and he's like, oh, I'm at the hospital. Clearly sounds like an old man. OK, I'm at the hospital. Um, so that's why I'm calling you back now. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm still interested in the trailer. Can I see it tomorrow? And he's like, oh, well, the the hospital's not going to let me out until Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I can have my son show you the trailer and then we can go from there. Okay. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, uh, I'm in no rush. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you can hold it for me until you get back. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me buy this thing. <laughs> hold on for dear life, old man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God, dude. That's Stay so alive so this cr- transaction can't happen. By lightning, yeah, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, but I, would, I, I wasn't even thinking that way, right? Like, I'm, I'm you know, thinking like, okay, this guy's got issues. got to stay, but. I wasn't really thinking of death. It's funny how we blocked that out of our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so so then I'm like, you know, I, I don't have to, you know, I can wait and we can I can go see it during the week. And he's like, ah, oh, no, it's fine. I'm like, all right, cool, let's set it up. So, uh, so I, I we let off the call there, and he said he's gonna he's gonna hit up his son, and then his son is gonna hit me up. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning rolls around about 10 o'clock. I haven't heard anything. So I kind of I text him. I'm like, hey, man, you know, I just wanted to check in, see if we're still going to be able to do it today. And he's like, oh, here's my son's number. Just hit him up. So I reach out to the son um, and the son's like, yeah, uh, just let me know when you can be there. And I'm like, oh, I'll be there at 1230. He's like, all right, perfect. And where is this? This is in Riverside. Was Mission it? Viejo. Mission, Deep, Mission right. Viejo. And it's in a senior living community. So, okay. Baller. Yeah. Yeah. Baller. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you got to, you got to give your name to the, like the attendant mm-hmm. beforehand in order to mm-hmm. let you in. Yeah. They print a little like sticker for you to put on your dash. Is this, is there a sign that says, welcome to Crokeville? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh no but it does feel that way okay it's got okay. those vibes dude yeah. like yeah you know it's not a die in a happy place yeah it's uh it really like you know cause so driving through there you sort of see the community and i and, and i'm not speaking ill of them but yeah it's a it good really, way to go it really puts it in front of your face where we're going yep yep you know that's a type of place and i that. was like yeah. shit man i need it i should just sell the car and be sad for the rest of my uh-huh. life this is where uh-huh. we're, go- we're going nowhere with yes, this. yes. but anyway so 
I, uh, I, I get into the, um, I go, uh, I meet up the, the son. Um, he lets me know that the garage is already open. He was actually a little late. So I park in front of the house. I go see the, the, the trailer. I mean, it's pristine, dude. He's only had it for a year. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's perfect. No, it hasn't been hit anywhere. It's in perfect condition. It's a little dirty from the cars. Is but he first owner? First owner. Okay. Bought wow. a brand new. Oh, wow. He even gave me the receipt. Oh, wow. From when he bought it. Uh, he was like, I've got a ton of stuff here that he uses with it. I don't need it. So he gave me tie downs. He gave me like ramps for low profile cars. Oh, my gosh. He gave me a ton of stuff. Okay. And so I start talking to the guy and he's and he's and I'm like, so, you know, you know, why, why are you guys selling it? And this and that like, do you, and I was like, do you drive? And he's like, nah, we both used to. My dad still does now as a hobby, but, you know, he's kind of coming to hard times and he starts breaking down the he- health issues. for me. Oh, gosh. Um, and I'm, I won't go into detail here, but it's dire. OK. Right. Yeah. It's dire. It's 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 serious stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tells me that they both raced Formula V, which is like sort of like Formula One kit cars almost. Okay. They both raced, uh, and they were sp- like sponsored drivers. And the only reason the son didn't continue to pursue it is because he sort of ran out of money. Um, the last deal he said he got was a fifty percent sponsorship, and he just had to front the other fifty percent. Mm-hmm. The other fifty percent was five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. So he was he was doing like meaningful stuff. Yes. Right. Yes. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. These guys. These guys. One know what they're doing. They've been towing their whole lives. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, so I'm like, damn. So he's like, so did you and my dad discuss a price? And I'm like, yeah. So he did tell me five thousand. And at this point, I'm just like. <laughs> well, you're not going to lie about that. Right. I'm not going to lie about that. I wouldn't that. lie about no, that. No, absolutely. Sure. I'm not yeah. going to lie about yeah. that. But now, oh, when yeah. I say the 5000 at this point, I'm like, now I know the backstory. I yeah. know that this guy's selling stuff probably to get some money back from medical bills. Right. Do I even say it? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of like, at this, he, they they beat me. you know you were officially defeated i was defeated they beat me at that point they beat me i I still i still said it Uh uh-huh but i did i was it was kind of a half-assed i was i was like he said five thousand but you know i was thinking of coming in at four which is like a soft bullshit ass way (laughs) that's not gonna get you jack shit if you negotiate that way you're not gonna win right you're not gonna you're coming in limp dick (laughs) <laughs> you're, you're not you're not going into anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just you're screwed. Right. So I was I think my guilds, my I felt bad. Yeah, you know, they caught kinda, you. They yeah, got you they emotional. They really got me. Not, they have racing backgrounds. Right. They plucked you know, the hard strings. Yeah, we were already relating on that. They side. strummed the fuck yeah, out of oh, your hard dude, Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Those hard strings uh-huh. are super strong. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then, you know, the health issues. Mm hmm. And then he drops it on me. He says, look, I, you know, the listing had been up for about 19 days when I hit him up. Okay. And then he says to me, he's like, yeah, like I, I put it up on, on Craigslist and there wasn't a lot of traction or whatever. And then I put it on Facebook Marketplace. And he's like, and then I, I was getting like thousands of replies. And, he's, and he said to me, look, if I don't sell it to you today, I've already got other buyers offering me six. Yeah. 
That makes sense. And I was like, dude, that's 100%. I knew that was true Mm -hmm. because I already know that these trailers don't sell for cheap. Yes. Especially aluminum trailers. Oh, that's more expensive. It's way more expensive. Because it's like An equivalent steel trailer will uh run me like 3,500 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's how much more weight are you saving by having the? Oh, dude, a steel trailer would probably be like twenty five hundred. Okay. This one is a thousand. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's it's a huge difference. Yes, absolutely. So at that point, I was like, uh, yeah, you know, like I, (laughs) you beat me. You know, whatever. My pants are down. What What am I gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's uh, let's let's do it at five thousand. Yeah. Like I'm good. So prior to arriving, dude, I went to four different banks Mm -hmm. of the bank that I bank at. Sure. All closed. On what time and day of the Saturday at about ten to eleven a.m. Oh wow, that's all closed. Shocking. And there's a worker shortage, right? Oh yeah. You know, there's a wage problem. <clears throat> Let's call it what it really is. There's a wage problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, people aren't getting paid, so they don't want to work. Yeah. And so uh, that's what's happening. And I think as a result, they're closed. So for that, I don't really fault it. But I was like, the only reason I have a brick and mortar bank. Is to be able to get cash this easily, right? Yes, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that I can't do that, yeah, what do I need you for? That's interesting. You okay, know? and it's a major one of the top two major oh, banks. Dude, major, major, major. Yes, major, yeah. major. Yes. American bank. You yes, know? like yes. So I was like, damn, I'm, I'm, I might not be able to even buy it. Right. So I actually go, and I'm telling the story out of order, but. I, when I got there, I was like, look, man, I went to four different banks. I couldn't get any cash. Do you mind if I sell you? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. You can sell me. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool. Fuck yeah. We're good. So when he said, you know, when we agreed on 5000 that they held it, that they wanted to honor my deal at 5000 I was mm-hmm. like, dude, I'm in. Yeah. So I go to Zell him. Zell has a limit of $3,500. $3,500. Okay. Like, Fuck. Mm-hmm. So I was like, do you take Venmo? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just yeah. getting progressively more and more ghetto, you know, yes. like, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know, <laughs> and like, and like, you know, these, these guys aren't doing too bad, uh-huh. you know, and I'm uh-huh. like, damn, this is, this deal is going to fall through just because I can't get cash. Yes. And he's like, yeah, no, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like I come off like a trusting person, looks like. So he doesn't have Venmo, but his wife does. Oh, gosh. So I sell him twenty five hundred. Thirty five or twenty five? Twenty five. Twenty five. And then another twenty five hundred to his wife on Venmo. Okay. Zell sends me a message. Oh, uh, this is in review um, and will be approved within nine hours. Oh, geez. Like, oh, my <laughs> God. Luckily, at the same time, a guy came to look at the Porsche. Okay. So I was like, hey, man, if it's cool with you. I'm just going to sit here while you do your thing over there. Don't worry about me. Mm-hmm. I'll chill here. And hopefully by the time you get back or you're done doing your thing, it's been approved. Right on. And he's like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's fine. So the guy's looking at the at the Porsche. He goes on a test drive. He's giving him all the paperwork the whole time I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy's like, oh, man, that's a nice trailer. Mm. I kind of really want that trailer, too. And I'm just staying quiet. Like, you know, I don't want to I don't want to w- make any waves in any direction. Yeah. You know, like 
my deal isn't completely done yet. Yes. So if something happens here yes. and they want to make a deal with the car, I could get fucked. Yes. You know, so Absolutely. I'm just sitting there like a little kid, just kind of mm, twiddling my thumbs. Mm -hmm. And he starts talking about, oh, yeah, but my, my wife will, won't let me because of this. And then he decides to leave with some of the paperwork because he has to ask his wife for permission to buy the car. What the heck? So let's stop here. Okay. Right? Because... I have no cons no concept of this. Yes, correct. Are you familiar with anyone who sort of has? Because it's not uncommon for me to hear this, right? That they're that they need the wife's permission to buy their cars. Well, I'm sure there's different relationships with different dynamics. Yes, one hundred percent. One wears the pants over the other. I guess that's not the dynamic I live in. Yeah, neither but, me. But I avoid that type of situation by being upfront before even showing up to the place. I will tell the wife, hey, oh, yeah. you know, like, if you have issues, I think I might buy an S2000. Oh, so you ask for permission, too. <laughs> it's, you can call asking permission or just being openly communicative about a big fucking red thing showing up in your house. <laughs> Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's just, you know, like, it'd be nice to know ahead yeah. of time. They appreciate that. I would, too. Yeah. If I'm, we're going to get, like, a sewing machine or some crazy contraption. Right. Or whatever that my wife's and into. And that makes complete sense. Yes. Because, like, why not be, why not take care of 100% of the preparation yes. prior to arrival? Absolutely. So then I started thinking, how much of this, because, like I said, this is not the first time I've heard it. I've mm -hmm. heard it a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are there you are they using their wives as excuses? Oh, that's an interesting question. You know, like because um, I don't do that either. I wouldn't show I wouldn't waste my own time. Yeah. Being stupid in any way. Yeah. I would be done ahead of time because I drove out there to get this thing. Yeah. So I'm surprised. Uh, how did that guy even get there? Did he get dropped off or did he, he bring drove a truck? there? He brought a truck with no, him? No, he drove there by himself. Now that you mentioned that, he didn't bring a truck to tow the damn thing. He got there by himself. So he has zero he, plan. Yeah, that was zero intention there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Whereas when we bought the SC1000, a couple oh, of things. Dude, we had an army with us. We had an army with us. <laughs> I was on social media. Yeah, and it's yeah. recorded historically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the transaction occurred. Yeah. Be and I showed up with somebody driving me there. Yeah, absolutely. Which meant a lot to the seller. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's right? like this is serious. Yeah, this is serious stuff. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. That. So, do you think the fact that like four like big ass dudes arrive for a car purchase kind of influence the the sale? Mm, now that I think about it, nah. no. Because the real influence in that sale was, was the wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was awesome yeah she was dude. on my side yeah, she blew up her hubby's deal big time yes she was aching to get rid of this car she was yeah she wanted that money yeah but let's reel it back in yes right we're talking about the trailer yes so in this time it clears oh nice yes so yes. I get a message from the bank saying, is this actually you? Yeah. You I hit the yes. Mm -hmm. It clears. He's like, oh, it clears. Sends everything, which reminds me. I need to. I still need to go to AAA and mm. get it registered. You have to register the trailer. Yeah, you have to register the trailer. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh -huh. So we fill out of the paperwork. You know, it's ready to go. Um, we lo I load it up on the truck, pull it out, and head out. Dude, it's like compared to the U-Haul, it's like I'm pulling nothing. 
Really? Yeah, like the, the, the truck doesn't even feel it. Because it's steel what you get at U-Haul, obviously, Yeah, yeah, right? it's okay. very heavy. Okay. Very, like at U-Haul, now that I'm not using U-Haul anymore, I can say it. So what I do with U-Haul mm-hmm. is I put that I am towing a EG. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. if I put that I'm towing the E36, mm-hmm. it puts me overweight and they won't give me the trailer. Right. Right? Right. Whereas now I'm well underweight. Under. Yeah, even with the car on the truck. On nice. The, on the trailer. Very yeah. nice. So, so I mean, it, it's, it's just completely different. I mean, it's a nice-ass trailer, right? Mm-hmm. So the issue that I had, and probably the biggest story of this, is um, storage. Right. Yes. I have to put it where the where I put the E92 M3. You're familiar. It's kind of mm-hmm. on the side of my garage. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's where I need to put it. I was looking for like trailer do- dollies mm-hmm. to like be able to push it there, or they make like little like hand crank pushers mm-hmm. to put it there. But I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm gonna learn how to back the trailer up into that spot. Okay. I was struggling with the embarrassment of being the guy that is out there for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth, back uh-huh. and forth, right? Uh-huh. But it, it didn't end up being too bad. I actually was able to, I think, based on my experience with the U-Haul, yes. I was able to kind of figure it out a little bit. I was there for like 15 minutes kind of going back and forth, but I got it, right? Mm-hmm. On the second to last shot... I almost get it in the perfect spot, mm-hmm. but I'm just off by about like an inch. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna start over, right? So you kind of have to pull the trailer out and then start and work from a pretty off, like a pretty far off space to get it back in, right? Because the trailer is only gonna move as the truck is moving. Mm-hmm. You can't really steal steer the trailer otherwise. Okay. So when I put the uh, the truck in drive and move forward. I had forgotten that I had done a few tweaks and I drive and I just hear bang. Okay. I can see that I've taken a chunk out of the center island dividing my house from my neighbor's house from the brick. Oh. I took about a like a one inch chunk off okay. the brick. Which okay. isn't significant, you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. But I fucked up the fender on the trailer. Oh man! So the tra- the fender on the trailer is about a one inch cut on the aluminum that okay. got bent back. Oh, okay. And I was like, "Oh my god, dude! This guy had it for a year, and it was pristine. And it was pristine. Yeah. I have it one fucking day, <clears throat> and I destroy it. Mm. I didn't destroy it, but right, it hurt so bad. Uh, but now I got it in the perfect spot. Now I f- I pretty much know how to. Because it's aluminum, I don't even have to uh, like get it straight on the whole way. I can back it up in an angle and literally just turn it by hand. Oh, it's that light. Is that light? The hard part is because my driveway is on an incline. Yes, is pushing it all the way up mm. or pulling it up. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as long as I can get one wheel at the right height, I can really just pull it and move it over. So it's That's e- cool. it's pretty easy peasy to do. Mm-hmm. But now I've already wrecked the fender. Uh, but even then, I paid 5K for it, uh, which is, I think, well under what it's worth, mm-hmm. especially now. Even with the damage, I could probably sell it now for 7 So where is the E92 part? Or what it's car is on the street n- now? It's parked next to it. The truck is on the street. The truck is on the street. The truck is on the street now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I had to put something out yeah, there. Yeah, something had to go. That's why I was... So this kind of, uh, it, it kind of put the, I kind of put a break 
on purchasing another car. Remember okay. I had talking about yeah. getting an E36 mm-hmm. and this and that. Also, I don't know if you saw the post I put recently, but working on your car makes you want to sell it less. Yeah, I did see that one. And yes. what that's what happened with the E92 is I was putting <laughs> things together and fixing the bumper and making uh-huh. things look good. Uh-huh. I bought a I finally bought car wash equipment. Oh wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, I can't I can't Big Willow is the reason why I bar, bought car wash oh, equipment because okay. I can't take that car to a car wash anymore, not legally at least. Oh, cuz it can't drive on the street. Cuz it can't drive on the street. So as a result, I'm like, yeah, I might as well buy some car wash stuff. We hate going to the car wash anyway. Yeah. So I bought like an electric pressure washer mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Um, and so I'm like washing it and it's like freshly and clean. I'm like, are you doing two buckets and all that jazz too? No, no. You're not that no, hardcore? Not that, well, I have. Spray soap or just. Yeah, it's spray soap. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you got I, I got the game. foam cannon and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I went hope. all out. Yeah. I went all out. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like why sell it i'm like why get rid of the car <laughs> what's the point of getting rid of the car like yeah am yeah. i really gonna pay twenty five thousand for an e36 oh wow you know Interesting. like yeah. yeah like you know maybe i'm probably gonna regret it we wait and then it's gonna be more expensive but i'm like you know what i'm gonna have fun in the e92 uh and a lot of people including shout out to nico urban canvas where, like, everybody who's ever sold their E92 M3 says the same thing. I regret selling that fucking car. Really? Yeah. So, you know, I'm kind of, I'll probably live with it for a little longer. I mean, like I said, it's not. Uh, There's no need. I don't have the space to have another car anymore. Yes. There's no need to sell it anymore. Might as well keep it as a fun car. I, I'm th- even thinking of buying some nice wheels for it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of do another mod to it. Oh, you know? yeah. Freshen up the Freshen vibes. Freshen up the look. Of bl- right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of t- I'm kind of worn out the OEM plus thing. Yeah. Yeah. For so sure. Might as well for get sure. some nice new wheels. Nice. Not getting Volks, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do that, man. I don't, I don't have the, the money to do that. But. Uh, or patience. You or can work pa- with. What's the size? Um, what's the wheel size? 19s. 19 staggered or 19 staggered but i would rather go square square and yeah. um okay what's the bolt pattern five by one five by 120 okay so that's a common jdm size now as you know yeah it is you're right yeah there's a because of that there is a lot more available absolutely on up. Yeah. yes a lot m- so i can because i have spacers i can get away with a lot of the civic type bar wheels yes you could yeah, that are out there yes you could but they're still very expensive man they are expensive yeah, indeed i don't know how you put mm-hmm. those kind like that much money $3000 on a honda yep that's nuts <laughs> and it's nice though like yes. i see yours and i'm like oh you know it'd be nice to have something like that yes but yes. then i put a like if i've part- got to do real meaty fitment because mm. without some, just I don't know, like I have a lapse or something. I always manage to put at least even a small scratch on my wheels. Yes, the ones that I have now have a little bit of the powder coat came off. Luckily, the wheels not actually damaged, mm-hmm. but you know I'm gonna have to powder coat them again. Mm. And so if I did that with three thousand dollar wheels, oh man, that would hurt yes. so much. Like if you curb these, I did a little bit already. Oh yeah, yeah, on Damn. the passenger rear side. Ooh. Yep, yep. That's painful. But anyway, that's sort of the story of the trailer and, and kind of getting back to the sort of there's levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. You were talking about how uh, 
I guess you need to do all this to track. I forget the point that you uh, made. I, my point was just that ultimately, at the end of the day, of the two or three examples of people I've seen progress yeah. into this race race life, it seems to get progressively more expensive. Because to be comfortable, you need a, a towing vehicle. Okay, so you need a ideally a trailer. It reduces your risks well, in many ways. Yeah, it right? reduces your risks, but I think uh for me this advancement is coming more from being a diva okay than necessitating anything, right? Yes. Uh Race FF Pod, shout out to Race FF Pod has two race cars mm-hmm. who always get driven to the track. Yes. And he does wheel-to-wheel racing. But now he's graduated to a tr- uh, a tow rig, a tow rig setup. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, he's, yeah, he's graduated, but it's more of a family car. I mean, right? I mean, it's is it? It's a comfy. It's a tow comfy rig. car. Yeah, it's a comfy I think tow with rig. A, with age, it, it, yeah, it's definitely a comfy <laughs> tow rig. Yes. Uh, y- there is a slow progression to that. There is, is it necessary? No, no, it's, it's not, not necessary. Not to get into it, but it's about being serious. But for uh, it doesn't need to move as fast as I did with it. Is is kind of where I'm getting with. That's a true right? statement. I will you say know, that. Like yeah. I, you know, I did wait for opportunities. Like with the trailer, I mm-hmm. said I would do U-Haul until um, the Kia Rio did blow up. So I was in the market for a new daily. Correct. And I yes. killed two birds with one stone. Right. Right. That's true. It wasn't like I just oh, I'm gonna go buy a truck. I'm gonna go buy a trailer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get, right. Mm-hmm. But it also, you know, a. I let track life influence a lot of my life decisions. <laughs> you yes, know? Exactly. that's kind of what it came exactly. down to. Right. And it's a part of the natural occurrence of yeah. like a hobby. Yeah, for sure. Yes. You know, I have a house, so might as well have a truck. Yeah. But that was 10% of it, you know? <laughs> if <laughs> that. The other 90% is track life. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Like, it got us to Vegas very comfortably, too. I still have a, yeah. And I have a, I still have a very, like, on the fence, uncomfortable feeling about where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Because I don't consider myself a spectacular driver by any means, yes, right? Yes, right. So I am the guy in the Jordan gear that we always talk about. At the basketball court. At the basketball court. Yes, you know, I lose yes. the Trailer, yes. A uh, uh, dedicated race car, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not. They're not big things. It's a '90s shit box. I know mm-hmm. you. You guys like to say that it's not. Uh, you know, com- relatively speaking, right? I'm sure. Not, I'm oh not the, yeah, compared to I'm Porsche not, guys, yeah, and exactly. Corvette exactly, guys. Exactly. What I was gonna yes. say. I'm not the guy with the Porsche. Yes. You know that is GT3s. that is towing a street legal car. Yes. You know, right, like, right. I'm not that guy, but mm-hmm. I am uh, at least a little frivolous in my spending. Yeah. Uh, wherever I can, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I try to save as much as possible, but you know, here I am. So now. I'm at this spot where the car is no longer street legal. I have to tow it. Um, I've bought some new like little tow point hooks thing mm-hmm. that that go onto the suspension of the car, mm-hmm. so I'll be able to easily tow it down. I'm kind of excited for the next event to be able to tow in my new trailer. Yeah, you need to spruce it up a little bit with some. Yeah, yeah I, I already want to like uh, powder coat the wheels, you know, <laughs> kind of make my own. Put our put our yeah. 91 octane decals. There you on go. It, there you, you know, go. Yes. It still has the decals from the dealer that it was bought from. Oh, nice. So I got to pull all that stuff off and kind of make it my own and clean it up. But uh, but yeah, I'm trying to avoid that. The first thing I Carlos was like, uh, Carlos has been a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. 
um, was talking about modding the trailer already. I'm like, I'm trying to avoid that. He's like, ah, but it makes it more convenient, you know, like <laughs> like covering it or putting like, up like know, wheel like a, rack, like a, yeah, and stuff. wheel rack, yes. a tongue box, you ah, know, yeah, kind of doing little things here yeah. and there, maybe a winch, you know. Oh yeah, definitely. I was gonna yeah. say winch earlier, yeah, to help you pull it up the driveway. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that w- actually that would make it a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you just hook it up to I'm your weight I'm trying bench. to avoid that, you know? Like, mm. all that money needs to go to the car because I just bought new brakes, new rotors. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, I got to buy new... I got to buy a new set of wheels. I saw you posted. Yeah, I responded. So I'm, I'm kind of looking at different options. I said Titan 7. Oh, Forge God. for all. That's so democratic. <laughs> <laughs> so socialist. It's right up yeah. your alley. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've looked at them. They're nice. Yes. They're nice as hell. I say do it. But that goes, that goes back to the thing, dude. Like, with they're really only two nice, grand. Only? I mean, they're not Volk. For, for that, three to I four can grand. get like a- apexes and tires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, as flexy as like Volk. It's yeah, not it's quite. Not, yeah, it's and got and it's got all the performance. But and you know, manufacturing. I don't really care about flex. Exactly. That's you why know? it's perfect. Forge for all. Oh, but it's not like it's still a flex. Uh, you know what I mean? You get uh, you get um, benefit out like, of it. I almost would rather get like some obscure brand, like small boutique brand that no one knows about. Okay. That is quality. Okay. But a little cheaper. You're kind of contradicting yourself in that entire. Wait, state. what do you mean? How? Um, small, good quality. It means they'll get popular pretty fast, is my opinion. Oh, uh, well, if I'm like if <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like when you like bands before they blow up. Yeah. And I know? think Titan seven is that oh, Titan seven is huge. The, I don't, they're not Vogue huge or Vogue popular uh, or people the... have some snobbery. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I think so. Oh. I don't personally. I would totally get them. I don't, maybe I don't know the snob world that well. Yeah, there's definitely because a I, Vogue I, snobbery. I kinda, not not on the same level, mm-hmm. but it's sort of. She, I don't even know this, but like, like the Gucci to Louis Vuitton. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, it's like that. It's yeah. totally like that. Yes. Yeah. So absolutely. it's still high class. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, I kind of I want the functionality of a good, you know, forged wheel. Yes. But without a tax. Is uh, what I'm looking for. I don't think you're getting a tax with the with Titan, the Titan sevens. sevens. Yes, mm. you're getting very fair. They don't have to ship them. They're all. It's all done here. Okay. Yeah. Forging steel is definitely doable in America. I don't understand why there's no other titan sevens out there in america yeah um i think you're getting great value for a forge set i'll have to look because well, i just dropped 5k yes you know 2K, so yeah i looked for the e36 so they, my like expenditure appetite is is very weak right and now. it's early in the year so you've yeah. got a lot of year for a budget yeah. race yeah. budget i gotta i gotta i gotta because mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna need new tires for sure but, oh you know, wow yeah we're yes. gonna we're gonna get it because i want to have I want to keep using my uh, my Maxxis, mm-hmm. but I also want to have like a really really fast tire on a different set of wheels for like like for like run a quick two or hot three. lap to like yes. win something. There you go. Right? See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So you do need a tire rack on your thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yes. Uh, I'll just put them in the truck for now. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just get something for the truck. I don't know. I don't want to. Let's get rid of this topic. Yeah. Let's move into our next segment. <laughs> Final. Gran Turismo 7. It is out. It is out. And you were one of the first to test it out. I was overly eager to get the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some people ordered pre-ordered on Amazon and got it before the actual release date. Yeah, that does happen. 
Um, I kind of wished I had gone that route, but I had some credit with um, GameStop. So okay. I went to GameStop, did my thing. There's this whole confusing. So GameStop is typically operated by people who know the industry. Yeah. I would call them nerds, video yes. game nerds. Yeah, yeah. And they very much are that. So it's funny because the demographic of Gran Turismo um, players yeah. does not fall within the realm. Not really. It is a bit of a separate. It's its own niche. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's borderline car guy or just a um a guy that just loves cars. Right. Whether they own a race car or a sports car doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. They just like that game and they like cars. Yeah. So that's why they play it. The general nerds that work at the GameStop I went to, <laughs> yeah, they didn't know nothing about the industry. They don't know about sim like recommendations what wheels are better they don't know any of that stuff oh okay okay so, so they're um, like booth babes yeah <laughs> <laughs> they might as well be with dandruff on their shirt <laughs> anyway yeah keep going uh so minus the pain part but um so i went to there's two it's kind of a convoluted process you get instead of getting in line you get a sticker earlier in the evening to be in the virtual line, I guess. So they handwrite, anyways, a number on a sticker, and that's you come in to get it. You come back later. I came back later. I was, um, I walked in at eight forty-five because one of the nerd guys that I um, had spoken to three hours prior that gave me my sticker for yeah. my line. I was number one, by the way. Oh, nice. That's how early I was. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said, "Yeah, come at eight forty-five. We're not supposed to give them out till nine. But, um, but for you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're cute. <laughs> Whatever. No, I'm kidding. So he he's like, yeah, you know, he he probably doesn't want to be there long. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, sweet. You know, this is I'm this is cool, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I come back at 8:45 on the dot, even like two minutes earlier. Yeah. I walk in. He's not there, and a couple of um girls were working. I was like, oh, yeah, can I get my copy? I'm number one on my sticker, you know, like yeah. the guys, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, um, come come back in at nine o'clock. Oh, uh, fuck. And that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, I wa- and as I'm walking out, I was like, but the guy earlier said come at 845. And she's like, yeah, that's kind of close to nine. So, yeah. So that's all it took. So, so she told you to go away, but then you were like, he told me 845, and she's like, okay. No, she didn't give it to me. Oh, she didn't. So I had to wait another 15 minutes out. And I was like, okay, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight it because she's following the rules. Yeah, absolutely. I get it. So ethically, it's good to be in a place where they care about rules. Yeah, okay. So that's where my f- So this is where I would have been the wolf of car street. Okay, yeah, okay. Because I would have been like, you're gonna sh- like, come on, it's fifteen minutes. Come on. I would have been nice about it. Okay. You know, okay. but I would have been like, come on, like he said, like fifteen minutes. Yes. I won't tell anybody. I'll tell everybody it was a nine o'clock, I promise. Right. You know, yes. like try to get it a little earlier. So you waited another fifteen. I did wait the fifteen, okay. and as I'm waiting in my car, the, um I'm sitting with the top down and a guy approaches my car. Oh yeah, like kind of over the uh, over the door. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I had How a question much? for you. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the place where all the you know the what I read on the writing yeah, of the? I got a number. <laughs> I saw a public bathroom uh, time and yeah. place. Um, no, so he's like, "Hey, do you know anything about the sim racing wheel?" So I look up at the guy. It looks like a guy that literally works the Santa Claus um, photo thing at the mall. On, on the holidays. Okay. Very old dude. Um, looked healthy, 
Yeah. Uh, but was just like, he had a white beard, white hair. Oh, oh, okay. And he's like, do you anything about the sim rig wheels? I'm trying, I'm getting Gran Turismo. I was expecting to say I'm getting Gran Turismo for my grandson. Yeah. But it was for he himself. Yeah. He came in the truck. You ageist motherfucker. I am ageist. <laughs> I have to say. Yeah, yeah. But it was just honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't expect somebody of his demographic to be playing Gran Turismo. Right. My dad does not play, and he, my dad looks younger, does not play video games. Right, right. Same with my dad. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, well, y- yes. So I, I was like, let me get out of my car so it's not awkward. So yeah. we started talking, and he's like, yeah, I just, I don't know what to buy. Um, about the sim sim rig. I'm like, wait, so you play Gran Turismo? He's like, yeah, I've been playing for like 15, 20 years. But always on a controller. Uh, on a controller. Uh, uh, I was like, wow, like, I tried to find the m- most non-ageist way of saying, like, yeah. hey, man, your age group doesn't play this game. <laughs> that is not the most. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're demographic. <laughs> Have you ever thought about being like an influencer? Because like, yeah, if you've been playing for 20 years and you look the part, you're Gran gonna, Turismo Santa. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get me watching you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I presume you're good just because of how old you look. That's yeah, kinda, yeah. I didn't say that, but yeah. Um, he's like, oh, he kind of chuckled. He's like, I appreciate that, but who knows how good I am because I don't play online. Yeah. But he, he was asking me. I did a fair amount of research about racing wheels. Yeah, yeah. Deciding whether to upgrade um, to the Fanatec. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which I've talked to you about. Yep. But it's like you measure your what you buy in car parts a yeah, lot of times. Absolutely. All the time. All the time. Yeah. 100% of the time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? And so I haven't pulled the trigger, but I told him that that's the one to get. Um, you know, like I asked whether he could build his own rig or if he wanted to buy off the shelf. He said off the shelf just because, you know, there's a lot of adjustability. So you, ju- you, didn't even, you didn't even suggest the G29 or whatever? I told him that's what I had. Oh, okay. But he wanted something that's upgradable, that's as close to real as possible. Oh, so he was looking for serious. With a decent... He's like, I was like, what's your budget? Which was my first question. Yeah. He said, I don't really have one. I was like, Damn. well, then I know. Not that he was a baller or acted or walked like one. But yeah. he said, I don't have one. I've got the space. And I was like, you know what? Going on the fan attack, it's about a grand. You know, I gave him the, the specs. He didn't know if he needed stick shift or not. I said, yeah, you can upgrade with the fan attack as you see fit. Even the clutch pedal and the, the shifter um, you can add on later. So he was super thankful. He's like, you. Um, he's like, what do you do for a living? I was like, ironically, I'm in I- IT. And yeah. this is what I do is I help all levels in the organization use their software and hardware yeah he's like wow so you made my day i was like yes thank you i appreciate that he's like um so we walked in finally after the 15 minutes were up we get our game i get home there's tons of downloading to do for this game always dude always every game it's so annoying but before you get into that Mm -hmm. i will not be surprised if all of a sudden i'm looking at jay leno's youtube and he's like this little asian man in (laughs) (laughs) thousand. <laughs> it might as might as well have been a yeah, Jay Leno type. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah, so the game itself is um I didn't spend a like more than a couple hours with it because it was late when I got it. Right. Because they had to wait till nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so uh overall I don't have a four K TV. Yeah. Uh again, I measure everything I buy in car parts. So I'm not buying a four K TV. Yeah, yet. yeah. Yeah. It's I, not I really necessary. It's not necessary. Yeah. I agree. So I have a PS five with a with a regular ten eighty P TV. Um, pop it in the PS5, amazing. Just the way it guides you versus like iRacing, 
Yeah. Um, it holds your hand through. There's a there's a lot of experience and emotion that they uh, bring into the game. Oh. Right from the get go. I mean, it's it's a spoil. It's kind of a spoiler alert. There's like a full intro of a movie. Oh, okay. About the car industry. From the very birth of the car, like in France. Oh. When the first prototypes for four-wheeled vehicles were. Yeah. Like carriages, basically, with a motor on it instead of a horse pulling it. Yeah. All the way through history. The flashes of World War II, the Beatles, the cars that were present in between. Things like that, that like with classical music playing. Shout out to the Polyphony Digital Marketing Team. Dude, um, so you're it's like building you up as it's downloading more shit. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of like entertaining you and keeping you like um, busy while it's trying to do its thing. Okay. Then you get into the game and they do another thing where they've got to download more shit. So they get you engaged by giving you three little races to do uh-huh. where you have to get as much distance as you can within a certain amount of time. Right. So it's like kind of like like kind of your licensing mission it's not even licensing it's just to keep you busy but it's similar but it is similar yes absolutely similar so they play a a a specific song and you have to run x distance to get gold silver or bronze um then you finally get to the main menu of the game yeah after downloading more stuff uh which is what i shared with you guys yesterday yeah 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 and so um the way they structure the a, a map is where you like access the dealership and your settings and trace tracks, et cetera, et cetera. You can't get you can't go all to all of them right away. It will slowly guide you through the entire map to get you acclimated to the whole experience. Oh you have a cafe where some of your missions are told to you. It's a cafe. It's not just like so. It isn't. It isn't like before where you're just kind of working through licenses. Correct. So it's more of a like a campaign. There's a min. There's a vibe of a campaign, maybe. Yeah. But a guide, and there is like, yes, it, it would be like an open world type of scenario, but with certain campaigns based on the menu choice that you make. Got it. Okay. So there is that story mode, air quotes. Right. Right. Which is awesome. I mean, for me. I'm a one-player type of dude. Yeah. I don't really like to race against people online. Okay. I just want to experience the game. And that's why iRacing fell f- short for me. Okay. Whereas this, being an experience, it plucked the heartstrings with the whole industry of the car. It's very immersive for someone who just wants to enjoy a game at yes, home. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I just want okay. some me time. Yeah, you could be hardcore and get into iRacing. Yeah. And... um. But Gran it, Turismo gets pretty competitive too, so it does. Yeah, it absolutely. And I w- I'm open to it uh, eventually once I get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna jump into you know like crazy races when I, I have wonder if zero. we could, we if we could set up races where we race each other. Yeah, it's a, it's just all in the Sony system. Yeah, we should do that. Just Definitely me, you that. on the r- a track. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's our time or like wheel to wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whichever one from yeah, each other's yeah. houses. Yeah, we could totally do That'd that. That'd be dope. We need to do. Yeah, that. do you, you have. Uh, PlayStation with the online. I will live. pay for it to do it. Okay, cool. I will happily pay okay. to do it. Yeah, I have it. So, and there's like a social media aspect within the game of it, so you can share images of your car, um, share your video to each other. So there is a way to export some of the video uh, that I okay, play. Perfect. Yeah, it's very immersive, very forward thinking. Um, I look forward to experiencing more of it this weekend. Um, I'm excited for it. You are not a gold license player. I am I'm a, a gold trophy player. I try to, um, but 
I won't try more than 10 times. Uh, you will play till you get the gold. I will be there for months if I have to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I've ever had to be months, but mm-hmm. yeah. My Those impatience. Last few ones. Yeah, my impatience doesn't allow for it. I oh, want to see yeah. other new stuff that I can earn just with the with the bronzes. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there? Uh, it has a VR right compatibility. I don't know for PS5. I would just presume so for PS4, but it's hard to say because they really push the boundaries of both systems with this game. Yeah. Too. I mean, they're very definitely pushing the PS4 if they're yes, pushing the PS5. Absolutely. So yeah. it's a, a sup- it wasn't supposed to be on the PS4. Yeah, they had to uh, concede because nobody can get a PS5. So what? Uh, like, are, are do you have any licenses? What What did you do? What tracks did you run? Um, there is uh, an Italian track that I ran first, or uh, one. Or, oh, there's a Tokyo um, freeway track that I okay. run. Um, that was one of the two songs that I got to play. What cars? Um, S a Honda S eight hundred. Okay, which is the granddaddy of my car. Yeah, not super fast, sixty five miles an hour max. Um, and so then I finally got this afternoon to buying my first car on there, which of course you pick from a Honda Fit right. or a Toyota IQ or Yaris or whatever it is. Um, and a Mazda Demio, which is, I think is a Mazda two here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm at. Uh, the only things I have found disappointing so far, the track list is the same as Gran Turismo Sport. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So I didn't see anything new. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they don't want to include the E36. There's an E30 M3, and then it skips to E46. Really? Yeah. No love, no, e- no love for the E36. Not even a European version. Not even the European version. Could you ever buy one from the store on the Sport? Never in Sport. Really? So I'm hoping that something happens with uh, Gran Turismo 7. Yes. Including with more tracks. Yeah. I've heard that the track is... I don't think it's a rumor, actually. I think they will be expanding tracks. Oh, they will be expanding tracks. I don't see a code on there, so that should be on there. I yeah. Think. There's some There's some stuff on... Like, I mean, I think Sonoma is not on there. Yeah. Um, there's some big tracks out here that I would have expected to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they cut Willow Springs down to just Big Willow now. Oh, really? Yeah, whereas before, I think you had the option of doing all the tracks at Willow Springs, Horse Thief, uh, uh, Streets okay. of Willow, and Big Willow. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm interested to find out how they expand it. Um, that's the only disappointing part, but from all accounts, I think everyone kind of shares your sentiment on yeah. that. Very emotive game, very mm-hmm. a lot of emotion, Yes, and great graphics. Sure. Uh, physics generally feel the same, mm-hmm. but still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the only complaint that some people might have is that they want it to be more like a Seto Corsa and less more of an arcade racer. Sure. But I think that's the appeal, you know, like yeah. they want to capture some of that market. It's too. approachable for me. Yeah, absolutely. As an arcade Absolutely. Person. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get on it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to f- have some fun too. So yes. I'm glad you're recommending it. Super high in the recommendation list. I'm sure by Monday we'll, you'll have posts up of, uh, Oh yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll have a race in. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. You should get some times down on Big Willow and then uh, Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then we can compare times on uh, next next week. Same car? Uh Same car. Similar I well, I bought the Toyota, FYI. Yeah. Okay. So, whatever car you bought, just mm-hmm. let me know which one it is. I'll buy the same car. Sure. And then we'll do Oh, we'll this go is head so head. fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll go head to head and report back yes. next week how yes. we did. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah, sounds sounds good. good. Yes. And with that, that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. 
Follow us on Instagram at 91octane.com. If you want to send us any emails, complain about Randy's ageism, info at 91octane.com. I might have said that already. Uh, also, sponsoring and making this podcast available, Cafe Carrera, uh, the best coffee you will taste from Guatemala, single origin, uh, from my family farms. Uh, so check out Carrera.cafe. And then also use this code. What should the code be? You, I don't know. Hashtag Cafe Carrera? No. no. What should the code be? Uh, code should be uh, Croakville? Croakville. <laughs> <laughs> we'll no, no, yes. no, no. Let's make the... Let, let's make the code Big Willow. Big Willow. So get use the code Big Willow for ten percent off all the coffee on Carrera dot cafe. Um, anything else? Any last words, Randy? No last words this week. No last words this no. week. All right. Good night. Good night. <laughs>